I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Dane Baptiste Questions Everything, a podcast where myself, comedian and writer Dane Baptiste, and my producer friend Howard Cohen, a.k.a. The Hizzer. Hello. And Ofe on the decks. And a very special mix of guests pose the questions that need to be asked. And we are talking everything from nihilism to optimism to realism to surrealism to whimsical to... So, to why did I have so many posters on my walls as a kid? To... Exactly. To nostalgia too. Yeah. Weird, so, isn't it? Yeah. Is it weird though? Well, I kind of look back on it and go, I was completely obsessed about putting stuff on my walls. Like, I, my identity was formed by my walls. It was a thing, yeah. Because, I mean, how many other things do you have to define yourself by? That age, like, not, know, a lot, many, not a lot, yeah. Not Until you've got national insurance, you can't work for an, and make yourself an image. So, no. I had a poster of Superboy that I got in a magazine. Mm. I remember uh, someone a bought series. me a, a poster of Cindy Crawford. And I was too um, prepubescent to really notice understand it but I put it up anyway and gradually as the years passed I understood why it was there oh Cindy yeah yeah that makes more sense I didn't really care about Superboy yeah it was a poster people posters up and then then I just stopped with the whole poster thing Mm. uh, especially when I went to university I was going to say at uni I kind of started to realise no posters or photos I was like I'm not putting photos I'm not staying here I'm not trying to make this a home so um, anyway, in mind, uh, this has now become our home this uh, Mm. place where where we have formed a uh, an astral plane where we question everything and with that in mind i'd like to introduce our guest except plot twist there is no guest ah. what we are doing instead is that we are going to do a retrospective of all the things that we have questioned throughout 2018 mm. it was the inception year of, of the podcast it was inception year, so the first question would have been you know can we do a podcast where we question everything uh happily the answer has been yes uh and it's been a very fun year it's been so amazing that people say such nice things about us. And, uh, the reviews on Twitter if, and, and on uh, the, the iTunes thing is so good. So far, so good. And yeah. uh, we are, want to encourage more. And yeah, mm. it's all down to the entire... We want this to uh, begin as a podcast with the view of being a movement. We want people to question everything. Mm. And uh, yeah. It's best never, time in history to do that, right? I think it's the best time, especially for anyone that's alive now. If you mm. are, consider yourself what's known as a millennial or an extennial, yeah. then... Yeah, you have a lot of questions because obviously the world is changing before your very eyes. Yeah. So we're trying to encourage curiosity. And in in, in the year of 2018, we've had 18 episodes. Uh, and the one that we've just gone out a fortnight ago before this one. This is on New Year's Eve of 2018 that you're getting this, uh, listeners. And, According um, to the Gregorian calendar, I'm well aware that some people yeah. uh, who are listeners may follow the Mayan or, you know, the Abyssinian or slash Ethiopian mm. calendar or the Chinese calendar. So, you know. But on that December the 31st. Yeah, but so far as the Gregorian calendar, yeah. December the 31st, New Year's Eve. And and so it, it, you're probably sitting at home on New Year's Eve, just listening to this. Yeah. Probably S- just listening to this. Sitting at home, smashing life. And yeah. if you are... Don't feel alone. Yeah, we're with you. We're with you, man. To look back on what happened when we questioned everything in 2018. Um, I mean, it, 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 there's been a lot of different people in those eight. I don't know if any particular standout 
for you, Dave. And obviously, the, the first episode with Kay Curd yeah. would, would, would stand that, out a bit I think that me. stands out because he uh, took a chance on it as well. We also had our uh, pilot episode with uh, Sophie Willen. It's worth pointing out that Sophie Willen came and we recorded yeah. this episode, but unfortunately, there was a technical issue. We never went back there. Yeah. And, uh, and, and, and she... She brought up some good stuff. Yeah, she brought up some very good stuff. But yeah, Sophie was definitely helped us out with getting the whole thing off the ground. Yeah. Um, not too far from here, weirdly. One of the yeah, venues we recorded point, in. Actually. Yeah, actually. Yeah, yeah, so we were just a few, a few doors down from where we kind of started off. Yeah, so we've come yeah. full circle. Yeah. Um, so yeah, thank you very much to Sophie Willen for helping us out and uh, to the homie uh, Kay Curd as well. With Kay, I remember the thing that stuck with me, I don't know, because you know him well, was yeah. we're talking about the Kurdish people. That, yeah. that was something that I grew, you know, you grow up knowing that term and uh, you obviously have known him a while so you'd questioned but I've learned, yeah I've, I've questioned him but I've learned a lot more though because I think I very erroneously referred to him as an Arab the other day and he was like I'm not an Arab and he mm. shut me up <laughs> but yeah big, big up K every day it's all good well firstly a lot of people don't know who Kurds are <laughs> so I think the primary goal for me um, is to just let people know that we exist right so for me Growing up in this country, I mean, for those that don't know my story, I came to this country uh, six months old in my parents' arms as a political refugee. My parents were part of the resistance fighting against Saddam Hussein. My dad got injured in battle. That's half a lung, all of that sort of stuff. Through wow. mustard gas poisoning, etc., etc., etc. And we are... You know, some, yeah. I mean... I, I'm in thought by the story. I feel like et cetera, et cetera, given that you yeah. open a story with that having one lung. My et cetera, et cetera is about what I bought from Fred. Yeah, you know exactly. I mean? That's et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Um, so, um, what, what, what year are we talking about? 1990. 1990. Right, so right. my parents um, moved here in 1990. Um, and it was interesting because at the time... Um, the UK government allowed for a series of refugees from that region to come here. Um, and they, they landed in Gatwick Airport. Mm -hmm. Um and there was this whole raft of Kurdish families just in Gatwick Airport and they moved around here to Brixton at first because the local Kurdish cultural centre was in um, Vauxhall, still is, in mm -hmm. Vauxhall near Oval, sorry, Oval. Um, um, but yeah, um, so when I was growing up, I grew up in an area where, um, I grew up uh, like down the road from here in Tulse Hill. Mm -hmm. um, so it was, um, I grew up around a lot of African and Caribbean kids, right? Mm -hmm. So identity was very very important right yeah. you know as a black man yourself you know how like you go to a black black club night the dj is going on night. big up my jamaicans inside <laughs> yeah. big up my nigerians big up my Ghanaians. there was never a time was like, big up the curds i was i was always in i was always there like i'm from i'm from grenada so sometimes i have to go over and like whisper in his ears, <laughs> yeah. like, don't forget grenada <laughs> yeah. and the grenadines as well you know yeah, yeah. But, also, but, yeah. but like at carnival you could yeah, fly your flag oh, yeah, like, do you know what i mean all of that yeah, sort of yeah, stuff nobody's right? ever bigging up the juice i've been to a club night where anyone bigs up the juice particularly on friday nights let me tell you that much <laughs> Hang tight, everybody observing the suburb. Yeah. <laughs> With that in mind, <laughs> Shabbat Shalom tonight, lads. <laughs> that in mind, the sun sets, we are going to be unplugging everything. No one is going nowhere. <laughs> Turn off the mixer, DJ. <laughs> um, he actually, uh, actually, to another point, in terms of coming full circle, is uh, his question for me, I recall, was being like, You're a dual citizen of the UK and the United States, so mm. why are you still here? And uh, since then, I'm very uh, happy to say I have had uh, a pilot script for my yeah. show, Sunny D, being optioned by both Lionsgate, Lionsgate Films and mm. also the uh, 
Fox Network, which is not Fox News. I can't stress that enough. Important to flag that up. But yeah, it's not Fox News, but both the uh, TV channel Fox, which also shows uh, Atlanta yep. and Family Guy mm. and American Dad, mm. has optioned the pilot script, uh, which is being delivered um, under the auspices of uh, the creator of Scary Movie, Keenan Ivory Wayans. Yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, in answer to your question, Kay, I am working on it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, it happened. There yeah, you it go. happened. Yeah, in yeah. I was, I was, <coughs> yeah, I was, I was working on it. So. Um, yeah, it's 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 an amazing bit of news, and yeah, I hope we continue to build on that. Mm. And I, I mean that that episode, yeah, definitely from the more the the, the the Kurdish thing really stuck with me. After you know, you kind of questioning everything to me means um, questioning my conceptions, yes. my my preconceptions of of, of of how something works, and, and understanding his journey. Yeah. The journey he had, you know, with his, his family to this country oh, of course, yeah, was yeah. a bit that uh, really stuck with me. I've le- yeah, I've le- we've learned a lot. And uh, I hope that we have provided a, uh, a forum for uh, our guests to, uh, you know, express part of themselves that maybe their fan bases or their uh, peers mm. didn't really know about them. Who do you think did did, did that? Who helped to get off their chest? Uh, well, I think we both recently spoke to uh, Tom Walker. Yeah. who got to give us a side of him that... I think most of his fans uh, and his detractors don't normally see. Mm. There's a difference sort of between expressing your opinion and saying whatever you want, right? Mm-hmm. But, but so, and this is where I've got into trouble again, and no doubt when this goes out, I'll get into trouble again. <laughs> but fine. Um, there is a difference between expressing your opinion mm-hmm. calmly that you believe uh, the colour of my skin make, that I believe the colour of my skin makes me better than you because of the colour of your skin, all right? Mm-hmm. Now, now uh, there is nothing illegal about someone expressing that. If I were to yeah. go up to you in the street and shout in your face that I thought my then I've broke, then the, the, you're right, there are systems and checks in place because then you'd be breaking the law. Yeah. Um, so those are already in, in place. But I get into trouble by, and hey, it's up to me if I want to go and talk to a white supremacist because yeah. I'm interested to mm-hmm. know what their point of view yeah. is. And also if I want to, um air that but that's yeah. totally up to me and i should be within my rights to do it and i just I, I think there's this thing on the left uh this sort of what they would call themselves the liberal left this guilt by association uh-huh. uh, you know um um and, and it's like we were saying earlier fighting the right fights then you go if there is systemic um prejudice mm. in in our society um what does calling a satirist who who likes to talk to everyone? What what, what does that? You, 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 yeah, yeah. You, you're picking picking I, the wrong fight. No, I, I agree. No, um, I, I completely agree. Because for example, like I said, if someone comes and shouts like racial epithets to me in the street, there are laws in place which can protect me from them. But really, even then, I would even playing devil's advocate. Maybe, maybe that that may not actually have any. Depend. It, that has as much power as I give it. If someone's not causing me physical harm, for example. Well, but, that's a, uh, yeah, that's interesting that you should say that because that is an unfashionable unfa- point yeah. of view these days. But, uh, the reason, uh, but the reason why I maybe object to it is because I'm aware that normally that kind of nomenclature kind of prefaces actual harm, if yeah. that makes sense. So, so when I say like, so, so like I said, someone can subjectively say, I feel my skin makes me better than you, which is a subjective point, however ridiculous, that can be argued ad infinitum. But mm-hmm. for me, the issue is, as a result of which, there's legislation which exists where I'm going to be six times more likely to be stopped and searched when I've never been, you know, involved mm. in anything to do with crime. Or, you know, if I'm the victim of any kind of violent crime and somebody with the same skin tone does it, then it's reduced and referred to as black on black crime, despite me being law abiding and a taxpayer and, you know, equally entitled to, you know, police care as any of my white counterparts. 
but it will refer to as black on black crime and therefore considered as a dis- distinct from you know any other cr- uh, victim of criminality yeah so, and and I, and i think uh i think you sort of uh i think we're in complete agreement you go yeah. you go that is what we need to be talking about even i had instance whereby i spoke to a guy about how are there how are there african americans that support donald trump and he said that you know based in Met Cali- loads of in Cali- yeah, in, this is in california where there's very heightened violence between mexicans and black gangs mm. to them having a wall that stops like mexican gangs going back and forth Sounds like a good idea. Well, I met lo- loads of people and uh, loads of, loads of uh, African Americans that vote for Trump, and and uh, and one sort of through line that I got as well is like like Hillary was very much identity politics and in a little bit for Latinos, a little bit for women, a little mm, bit for gays, yeah. blah blah. And a lot of the the, the minority groups like don't patronize me. I want a decent economy. That's how I pull myself out of poverty. Mm, Thank yeah. you very much. And 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 you go well. That's actually that's pretty progressive of them in an odd sort of way. It was progressive of them to vote for Trump. I know mm. that sounds absolutely ridiculous, <laughs> but I, but this is my point. I understood where they were coming from. You yeah, know, yeah. Hillary, you're not. And the yeah. Democrats have always offered the African American community the world and then got into power and gone actually do you know what we'll do it next time yeah um so they're all pissed off and but, then, it, and, but yeah. my thing would be about and also you... he said he said this is the one thing as well she said i'll give a bit to black people i'll give a bit to latinos he said uh, america first right every uh, every black person gay person woman i spoke to i said do you consider yourself a woman or an american first an american oh, yeah, black person american first. and you of go that he was for them and so actually is, make america yeah. great again was actually quite an inclusive because, message and it because, sounds ridiculous so the issue isn't really about maybe not even an issue about like race or class or sex it's really jingoism mm. yeah an articulate man oh very yeah like very. there's nothing there's nothing here that's stupid like people might look at what Jonathan Pye puts out as, as, as like something within a, within a box, but yeah, yeah. he's doing something quite clever in that box. I think so. I think so far as our artistic endeavour goes, I think he's very aware of what he's trying to do. And uh, there's nothing malevolent about it, I mm. didn't see. And, uh, you know, end of the day, what it, what it does boil down to is that he is very invested in his art. And as a fellow aspiring artist, I can't argue with that. So he was, mm. very, was very good. He's all in, right? Yeah, he's definitely all in. And I think like I said, you know, you love nothing to lose and, and he has uh, gained a lot as a result of him, you know, acting with, with reckless abandon just mm. for the sake of realising his creative vision. And I, I can only ad, uh, admire that. Yeah. So that was cool. So one one thing that really stuck with me uh, in these this first year of questioning everything in this podcast is is we had the, this this lovely person that I remember from my childhood, Michelle Gale. Yes. Amazing, lovely person. And she brought on this question that was just like dynamite to you, which is mm-hmm. asking, is can we, when can you, can we forgive Kanye? Or is he cancelled? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> is he cancelled? And that one, I mean, I remember sitting here and she, I asked her, because we try and obviously hear what our, our again, we want to tell, we want to tell our own opinions, but we're interested in what the guest has to say. She kind of told us about her son, Dame was just sitting there, like, re- like literally <laughs> yeah. locked and loaded, oh, yeah. ready to go. I had, I had that. There was, a, I had preparing that salvo for a very long time, mm. and uh, yeah, it was good to get my views across, uh, and also good practice in uh, articulating it without too much uh, emotion. For me, it's hard because I get all these WhatsApp messages, I get all these tweets, you know, about him, and I never comment because I just feel like, should I just not bother? Or should I give it the attention? So it's it's kind of a struggle that I'm going through. Because obviously he says things, you know, my son would be on the phone and Kanye said this now. 
And you're just thinking, how do I, I never tweet about it. It's something I might speak to my son about, but I always think, do I want to take him down? What would be the reasons for taking him down or partaking in that? And I haven't kind of sorted that in my head to make that okay yet. Mm. So that's why I'm asking so I can find some kind mm. of peace in my, any decision I make. You're looking for some Kanye peace. Yeah, I want some yeah. peace. I mean, Because uh, he's got Blexit now. Have you heard about this Blexit? This oh. is his latest. So he's getting Blexit caps made. This was announced today uh-huh. for black people to leave the Democratic Party. So he's kind of borrowed the kind of Brexit. And, but he's made it Blexit for Americans. Whoa. That's what I heard today. And I was like, <laughs> okay. I mean, that's a big move, right? Dane's, uh, yeah. just listeners, Dane, the fury building nice. inside Dane. Pre, pre-rant, I, I think, yeah, is coming. Just, uh, for me, just so you're aware, any, saying slavery was a choice, you would never come back for that. Yeah. For me, yeah. you would never come back from that. Yeah. And there may have been a time within uh, history or society where we could very easily disregard mm. a comment like that mm. as uh, idiocy mm. or uh, a far stretch lunacy mm. or an issue of mental health. Mm. But given the. F- I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Back, uh, the current social climate, especially in America right now, mm. all you were doing with that kind of statement is validating some of the atrocities that we're seeing. Mm. And even as recently as this weekend, seeing or at the time of recording seeing what kind of actions that have been visited on innocent people from either the african-american community uh you know issues with the you know, women as well yeah. as the people from the jewish community in the mm-hmm. states for me anything that where you are have a platform when you are discussing these issues and you are validating well it's probably one of the worst acts of a uh, human rights abuse mm-hmm. in our entire history mm-hmm. then for me, I, I have no real reason to really pay attention to what you do anymore. And again, you know, he's not the first person that's made derogatory comments towards the African diaspora. But for me, it's the fact that your entire narrative and your editorial, your, your discography was based upon you elevating mm. the diaspora. Like yeah. no one told Kanye to say in Through the Wire, his debut song, that I'll tell the story of how blacks came from glory and what they need to do in the game. Yeah. So then that would have been a good platform if you felt that like slavery and... Sh- and, sh- and the thing is as well... This is what I mean. Like, I don't like when people who are un- who aren't well read and aren't learned in this subject mm. make a sweeping statement like that. Mm. Because slavery and chattel are two very different things. Mm-hmm. So a lot of time I see people kind of compare them; they're incomparable. So there are slavery continues today. 
in various forms, mm-hmm. uh, so far as either sexual slavery, but even debt slavery to an extent, whereby yeah, you can get charged for borrowing money and then more money being in an overdraft mm-hmm. and have to pay that perpetually for the rest of your life mm-hmm. and sometimes pass that debt on to your offspring, mm-hmm. which is, is, is debt slavery. Yeah. You know, the etymology of mortgage is dead pleasure. You're supposed to spend your whole life paying it, <laughs> spend your whole life trying to pay off this asset. Then when arguably now, after you spend your whole life paying off an asset, and that's your home, then now government has legislation which means they can take it. Yeah. So yeah. to an extent, arguably, you can say that's slavery. Or even the fact that you pay tax uh, and have paid tax for all these years and you may really, we're arriving at a point now uh, financially or even socially whereby people spent years paying into national insurance and paying into pensions, you will reach an age of retirement and not even be able to have the same kind of pension. Yeah. But do you, do, you, do you think, because that slavery moment was particularly... Like everyone yeah, was, yeah, that was the one that, that my that, son right? really like. Mum, what do you think about this? Yeah, what did you say to your son? Well, I mean, come on, we know slavery isn't a choice, right? So, by definition, so, that's why it's not a choice. That's right. why it's called slavery. So, so we know it isn't a choice. So, so for me, it's that what you mentioned, that compassionate side of he has said he's bipolar, he has got mental health issues. I do mean, we none just of, none of that's been diagnosed? This is my point. Like. None of this has been diagnosed where we're like, well, he I'm not says diagnose- being diagnosed. I don't give a fuck what he says. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. Um, that uh, particular episode, um, because uh, like I said, it's meeting people you've grown up with where, you know, you never imagine you're going to meet people that you've grown up on a mile on TV. And, hmm. you know, just to see someone who has uh, basically had that whole career trajectory is continuing to create. And is expanding uh, their uh, mm. creativity as well. Well, speaking of people from childhood, it's got to bring up Bushkin. Cause oh, my goodness. <laughs> I'm still, I still can't believe that. Yeah. He was the definition of a dude, right? He oh, was just like. The man. Yeah. He the was, man. He, they've, all, they've always been like that. They've always been. Yeah. I mean, question everything. How? How did we make that happen? Yeah. I, 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 um, it was a beautiful. That's Twitter for you. It was yeah. for its. Bad points. There's some seriously good man. points. Big up, definitely big up the Heartless Crew and big up Bushkin, man. You, and he like, came with a serious question. <laughs> he, he had a really good question, which was, is social media yeah. our new God? Our new God, yeah. Which it is was, a, great, was a great question, great question. man. Like def- and for me, you know, it's, uh, I think it's always uh, very uh, vindicating when someone you admire as an artist has very similar uh, ideas and platitudes to yourself. So it seems that we're questioning some mm. of the same things. When we're questioning everything. And uh, they you say, don't be your heroes, but mm. that turned out all right. No, no he was good. <laughs> that was fine. Did you, yeah, did you uh, reject it for a while? Or did you get on it pretty quickly? I was pretty much all over it. But I'm a socialite mm. by a natural character. I like talking to people. So I enjoy it. So uh, social media is an extension of my actual character mm. to interview. So it's all good. And I'm, I'm also aware of the fact that you have to kind of move with the times and stay current and relevant and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So a lot of my peers found or still find it quite difficult they don't know what to say on social media or what to do or whatever else whereas for me it's quite it's easy yeah, it's like yeah, yeah it's, and it's, it's normal so for it's me. Just, a, just another medium rather than you yeah, have to change everything yeah, yeah, yeah. Really because the like, reason I ask that is because for comedians like Dane it's like an extension yeah it can be an extension of your job yes whereas you kind of look at musicians or you know and, and you think god oh, that's that's a word, you've got a tiny word count there to do your thing. Yeah, 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 what you you don't do, get yeah, that yeah. in your in your in your job. Sean. But then, would you say like SoundCloud is a form of social media? Then, yeah, because a lot of cause yeah, because yeah, so, a lot yeah. of people realise they're you know yeah. been recognised because of that. And, yeah, it's all of it. Yeah, I, I, where, where, where I was going with it is because like at one time 
everything was the Bible, mm. basically. Yeah, yeah. Yes, and everything was the Bible, and mm. that was the gospel. And yes, and if any hotel, there was always a Bible in there. Yeah. Yes, and in schools, it was him mm. singing hymns at the beginning and stuff like that. It was all about the Bible, Christianity. If you wasn't a Christian, they would merge you back in the days and yeah. stuff like that. Yes, and so it was all about that. Then, like what I've noticed. I've been noticing because I was really heavily into the Bible at one stage myself, mm -hmm. um, and like a, uh, have a church going stuff like that. So, um, but then what I realized they started to kind of ridicule in a way the Bible and kind mm -hmm. of this was got, like a lot of blasphemy and mm -hmm. kind of putting it down and stuff like that. So they were kind of I could see fading it out. Yeah, this yeah. is long before social media even faded oh, okay. in. Yeah. I could see it fading out. But then the, the next um, kind of blanket or Bible to me was television. Yes. You understand? Television yeah. was the next brainwash. You understand? Mm. And again, everyone's glued to television and what was on the television is the gospel. Again, whatever mm. was on television, you believed it. You understand? Yeah. Whatever you saw and you heard, that was the gospel for 90% mm. of the world, basically. Maybe even more, yeah. Cause, yeah, maybe cause, even cause, more. Because like you say, it's what kind of molds the collective consciousness kind of thing. That, that's yeah. right. And, and it's a see seeking a truth. But, yeah. Your version of the truth, of the truth right? yeah. Mm. And this is, and so to, to me, that was another extension, a parallel of the Bible. So where I'm going with it, it's, it's almost the powers that be, the people who set this up, who mm -hmm. come with the, the idea, because Christianity and these religions are idea, and they are an, uh, used ultimately for control. Yeah. In sense. And then again, television to me is another way of controlling people yeah. and almost dumbing down the masses. Mm -hmm. And now I've seen that. These two things have got a bit more old school. The Bible is definitely old school. They've kind of ridiculed that themselves and kind of almost dusted it under the carpet. Mm. No one really cares about the Bible anymore. No one really mm. cares. Unless, I mean, the wider scale of people, unless you're a Muslim, devout, Christian or Buddha, yeah. really hardcore. Oh, well, the numbers yeah. are just going down. down. Yeah, 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 yeah. Church, yeah, church attendance exactly. stuff is going down. Everyone's yeah. universe yeah. nowadays. It's all that everyone's on this, the universe, the universe, yeah. which has replaced God in a way. Yeah. In a sense, okay, so cool. So that, I've seen that that's washed out. Television now is almost a thing. But mm -hmm. No one watches television now. If you yeah. want to know anything, World Cup, sports, anything, who's happened, beef, whatever, it's social media. Before yeah. it's, it's anyway, it's mm. on Twitter or it's on Insta, mm. basically. So to me, again, now I've seen, okay, Okay, so these the people who are controlling this obviously know this is a powerful medium and they again yeah, yeah. someone is controlling the internet because they, mm. um, although everything is on the internet there is still like um how can i say um there's still no-go areas mm. you understand? Oh, you yeah, could yeah. almost put anything on in it but there is it almost and someone is there to make sure that you can't do this yeah, what, this or that the thing about that guy that I thought was interesting is he's a little little older, mm -hmm. uh, which nothing, nothing wrong with that, obviously. Uh, <laughs> nothing you can do about it anyway. Mm -hmm. So, uh, But uh, he had an approach to our questions and our conversations that I, I found really interesting because I think we're quite on edge, our generation at the moment. They're quite on edge to, to not just be offended, but to be kind of like, press, like pressured to, yeah. to deliver. Reactive. Yeah, he was just like he, he. By the end of it, you could see how much he enjoyed us just talking to the guy, and and yeah. and, and it's something I thought I kind of left that day thinking, oh, there's something to be learned here, which is if, if if when we have people on, no matter how interesting they are, you know, amazing names or whatever, you kind of have to really engage them and be interested in in in, yeah. in what they're saying. I think yeah, I think whenever you're going to question somebody, we should always be ready to be more than receptive to the answer. Mm. Uh, you never know, you might learn about people as well. And I think yeah, we definitely uh, always. And the reason why we do it is because we are, I guess, with Question Everything, is trying to get down to humanity. Mm. And we are not uh, rid ridiculing the idea of identity politics, but uh, 
we uh, are just more focused on galvanizing people. And, and, and also, it's interesting, you know, li- the people who listen to this podcast, you've grown in numbers over the last uh, nine months. The thank you, everybody. And thank you for way. listening thank you so and, much. And, and, and keep doing that. But it, 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 it's interesting because obviously, you know, as you guys will know, Dane has a job. Uh, I've talked about my job. <laughs> And, 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 you know, the, the reason to do this is, is you know, it's not commercially driven in the sense that it, it, it's not like someone's paid for us to sit here. And, no. and, and I actually find it the purest form of, of what expression I get in, in, in my job, but also in writing and whatever else, that it, it, we, we actually do get to just do what we want to do for an hour, which is, I think, it's a so beautiful thing. It's, so, it's such a beautiful thing, so important. And again, we uh, hope that we can encourage through holographic principle uh, there's a very similar paradigm within your own, you know, within mm. your own social constructs of question everything. Mm. Um, because, you know, we are aware, like Howard and I are aware that people go to work and they have to earn a crust and mm. they have a lot of other obligations. Um, so, you know, take some time to think about yourself and think and reflect mm. on your existence and why these things are. And if you do feel you are obligated to do stuff, why is that the case? Mm. So ask questions and uh, learn because we feel and the reason why we have our esteemed guests is because a life shared is a life spared. Mm. So it takes some time to learn about other humans. And, 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 and on, the, on, the, on the direct parallel to that is we're never afraid on Question Everything, having talked about serious, meaningful subjects such as whether you ditch someone like Kanye or, or mm. racism or Islamic fundamentalism, all the yeah. many things we've touched upon. We are happy to talk about the trivial in detail. Oh, we've talked about roast potatoes with Ishan Akbar. That was good. When we had a good <laughs> thing with Brett Goldstein, when we talked about um, movie characters, which yeah. movie character you'd want to be. And I, I think film fanaticism is a part of what makes this podcast work. Oh, for sure, yeah. If you could have played one role in yeah. the history of film, which role would it have been? Great and obviously, question. you guys both can act. So, and 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 you know, I like Brett can act. Ah, you can. You act. can act. You can act. like that. Yeah, but you know, come on, it's you, you both have acted. So, like mm. you know, and it's been mm. on television and more. So, um, yeah, if you could pick one, and and do you, you mean you're gonna, you guys, I assume you're gonna think about this. No, I've got the answer. Oh, you've already got the oh, fucking oh, answer. Yeah. That's cool. Fucking Brett's already on it. Uh, uh, Judas in Jesus Christ Superstar. <laughs> That's cool. That's cool. Reasoning. I want your reasoning. Reasoning. Because it's it's a fucking amazing performance he gives. And it's, it's singing. And I'm not, not, not really a singer. So it's sort of like right. a thing that I couldn't... I don't think I could do that. When you say I, not really a singer, you're not a singer. I'm not a singer. Right. Have, we, have we never heard you sing, Brett? No, has anyone ever heard Brett? Have you heard Brett sing? No, I did do... No. I did a musical, you know, that gig. Oh, yeah. I did them up at Christmas Carol at it. Oh, have you? What, what did you sing? I sang all the songs. Right. From How'd that Carol. go? I mean, it was it was the greatest night of my life. But, That's what matters. That's what Brett. That's all that matters. I think it was, you know, matters. like a Make-A-Wish yeah. Foundation rather than, you know... If you were going to sing a song now, what would it be? Uh... <laughs> Oh, and actually, I, I sang because I I won it. I oh. then had to do an encore, and I sang Judas from Jesus Christ. Oh, right, fucking there, there you go. But really badly, and I had to take my shirt off to cover for the fact that I couldn't uh, sing. Anyway, the point is this: <laughs> uh, that right, that's yeah. my choice. That's it's a good choice. Because this is such choice. a good performance. Have you got any ideas of this, Dane? Or do you want to hear some of my suggestions of what I could do? Oh no, I know your suggestions. I, I, sure. I reckon I could be Chewbacca. Uh, which would have been good. Yeah. Uh, I would have been quite happy. I've got like a list here that I was doing on the train. Uh, I could be Han Solo, cool. uh, Howard Solo, which mm-hmm. I think it was, uh, <laughs> wouldn't have been as good a film. I could have been the monkey in any which way but loose. Uh, the bloke who's strapped to the bed in seven, 
the fat dead wow. guy in seven. Hang just on. Anyone, anyone in seven. Hang on. This is your question was which film would you, which character <laughs> would you love to be? A, I, the train stopped for a bit. I could be in the best chicken in chicken run. You'd love to be the bloke strapped to the bed in seven. Well, that's a really memorable. I mean, anything in yeah, seven. Memorable. Everything yeah. in seven is. I genuinely just jokes aside. Je- that is. Yeah, we're not forgetting the guy in the bed in seven. That no. film. That film is the. I'd say you know. Unfortunately, it has a a, a famous sex offender in it now. Mm. In Kevin Spacey. Yeah, but playing a serial killer. Yeah, so playing right. a serial yeah, killer. So, so, so yeah, even. Yeah, he's not playing a loving father yeah. in two. No, no, that's true. That does help. Um, yeah. My, my last one on this list, and this is probably my actual genuine answer, because mm. I was just thinking of things I'd like to be, the, the slaying cool runnings. Uh, no, the, 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 I, I quite like to, That's a weirdly homoerotic. Yeah, I just got into objects instead of... Instead of oh, uh, Jamaican team jumping inside you. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, like I say, it was a long... The train was taking ages. Um, which is, I would love to be... You know what happens when you wave a train? Yeah. Yeah. Your mind wonders. <laughs> There you go. That was that was the year in, in questioning everything. It was yeah. It was a good year for questioning everything. Nine um, months. Nine months. Yeah. When you just well, yeah. Nine months. So then, yeah. From it going from a fetal idea to yeah, being yeah. fully grown in about nine months. So mm. uh, yeah, 2018. Very interesting. And uh, looking forward to asking questions in the new year and see what the new year holds. Oh, it's gonna be and, exciting uh, stuff in the new year. We've got an announcement. We're not gonna make it yet, but we've got an announcement coming up as well. You have to question it if you want to know what it is, audience. <laughs> um, but yeah, also uh, very much value your uh, value listeners. And uh, if you have any questions for me, then remember that the idea is to question everything. Mm. Um, so you can find myself or the Hizza uh, online. So yeah, you can question, question send us your them. questions. We will yeah. we will try and at some point work them into the show. Yeah, at some that's point. The plan, yeah, exactly. That's the plan. Term. Yeah, because we want we want to be able to entertain questions yeah. from. Ev- uh, about everything from yeah. everywhere yeah, yeah. at some point so no matter some, where might, you are, some might get more airtime than others but yeah but you know that's fine again we'll, we'll work out that system too yeah. so all to look forward to in 2019 onwards thanks for listening everyone happy 2019 god I'm old Dane I'm old I say happy new year happy new year You're old as you feel oh but 2019 what happened to my I, I remember being oh anyway I, I just, I'm just still waiting for a hoverboard <laughs> long way <laughs> You've been listening to Dane Baptiste Questions Everything, hosted by Dane Baptiste. For more from Dane, go to danebaptiste.co.uk or follow him at DaneBaptweets. The show was produced by me, Howard Cohen. You can follow me at the Howard Cohen. The show was mixed. The music was by Faye Saki. Thanks to Polly and Gelly. Thanks for listening. And remember, question everything. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.